0: Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NASHFM1061.com and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors are home based on all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it there. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram our social media platforms. Join the conversation. We'd love to have you. Uh, Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. If you caught us at 1 o'clock, hope you enjoyed the program. So many ways to catch us now this evening, 6 o'clock on WLAE TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLA TV 2, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at ericasher.com always on the WLAE TV YouTube page and always on our social media platforms. And we'll have that up on our social media platforms this evening for you. For those that are living outside of the WLAE uh, viewing area or maybe, again, uh, you have T V like me and you're not able to get w, uh, WLAE. So we'll have that out for you. Uh, great show for you today. It's, it's our usual show, but a little bit different. Jordi Collada taking the day off today. Uh, Ali Gassel will jump into the first slot. Uh, he has... Uh, that the Pelican game tonight, taking on the on the Spurs. So Ali Ali uh, will jump in from the Bird Rights at four fifteen. Ross Jackson, locked on Saints podcast, Saints uh, Wire, and also again CrescentySports dot uh, will join us at uh, four thirty five, his normal slot. And Gary Smith, uh, it's always so gracious. He uh, he will jump in at five fifteen. Uh, NOLA.com, The Wave Report, uh, and, of course, uh, uh, The Advocate in Times-Picayune. Uh, we finish up with Renee Nato of Uh Renee will give us an update on everything that happened yesterday uh, with uh, National Signing Day. Uh, so, again, a, a really good show for you today. I hope you have a chance to be able to stick with us for the entire two hours. If not, hey, man, podcast is going to be up just shortly after the program ends today. Uh, so we invite you to check out the podcast. Well, some really good news. Yesterday it was Michael Pratt. Uh, committing to his senior year for for the Tulane Green Wave, which again we knew uh, that uh, again Florida Notre Dame uh, they were they, they, they were putting the uh, uh, the full court press on him uh, today. It's Jaden Daniels, uh, but we knew that already, didn't we? Mike Scarborough told us this almost two and a half weeks ago that Jaden Daniels was, was coming back. Now again, it, the domino effect here is what you're what you're what you're worried about. Uh, what's going to happen after spring? Uh, is Nussmeyer going to transfer? Is is uh, Walker Howard going to transfer? Ricky Collins is coming in. Um, uh, and, uh, again, um, uh, you look at the transfer portal right now, it's it's, it's chock full of, uh, of uh, quarterbacks. Um, and we're going to see, again, what happens there. Again, we're hopeful that both guys will stick um, and that it's an open competition. Uh Look, nobody knows at this point if uh, Brian Kelly promised Jaden Daniels if you come back, you're the starter again, much like he did when he left Arizona State. Uh, to me, it should be an open competition, and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know if Walker Howard stays if it's not. I really don't. Um, you know, he's he's a obviously a legacy player, uh, a guy that's thought to be a prodigy, again, a, a, you know, again a five-star, um, you know, uh, got the, all the accolades coming out of high school, um, and, you know, so chose to sit. We'll still, obviously, again, he'll, he'll have all four years to be able to play if he wants. Uh, just hopefully, hopefully, it'll be in, at at, um, at Louisiana State University. That's that's the big one there. Um, as far as the uh, as far as the um, recruiting um, age yesterday, uh, LSU had an overall seventh rank in the, in, in the country. Uh, their transfer rank was 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 around 32. Again, uh, also uh, Tulane with a nice class. Uh, 71 uh, overall rank. Their composite rank was 67. Uh, the transfer rank 99. So again, a lot of a um, lot, lot of um, of uh, opportunity for um, uh, the both the Tigers and also um, uh, the Green Wave to restock their rosters uh, with some really good players. And and both did very well in Louisiana. Uh, you look at what really Fritz was able to do. Uh, in Louisiana, eight players from Louisiana, seven players from Texas, one from California, one from Georgia, one from Ohio, one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, four offensive linemen, three defensive linemen, a linebacker, three linebackers, and three defensive backs, um, and of course, uh, LSU, um, uh, another another great class, just, just an outstanding class. Ten players from Louisiana, five from Texas, four from Georgia, one from Florida. Uh, we had uh, uh, one from Maryland, one from Minnesota, one from Missouri, one from Nevada, one from Ohio. One quarterback, two running backs, six receivers, four offensive linemen, uh, three defensive linemen, li- uh, two linebackers, uh, six defensive backs, and a special teamer. And, and my, my, my friend Greg uh, reminds me again, because of the COVID year, Michael Pratt really has two years left if he wants to stay. Uh, Remember, everybody got that COVID year. It's an extra year. He'll get a fifth year. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think he's destined for the NFL. Uh, You know, again, he has a good year next year, unless something really the bottom drops out or something. I I just really think that, and and I like the kid. I think he's going to be a a player. I don't know if he's going to be a great starter in the NFL. I think that's a real possibility, but I know he can play backup, and I know he can come in in a pinch and win for you. Uh, But he's got everything you want in a quarterback. And look. You know, Saints are looking to be able to, uh, you know, get get a young quarterback in there. If if you got a chance at him down the line here, well, I I take a shot there. You know, the same could be said for Jaden Daniels. Only difference is again, Jane Dan- with, with Michael Pratt throws to the entire field. Uh he throws over the middle, he throws again a good outside ball, he can make some he can make the pro throws. Uh the difference is on with, with Jaden Daniels is he's a guy, he's a one read guy and go in a lot of cases, but more and more, more more and more. Again, he's a guy that just really plays on the edges. He's got to be able to again play the middle of the field, uh, if he's ultimately going to make it in the NFL. I mean, that's just the way it is. You know, just go back to Joe Burrow, and and, and the the biggest difference with Joe Burrow and, and and the quarterbacks that came before him, for the most part, was he, can, he again he was able to hit all, all all make all the throws and be able to again make precise, accurate throws. Uh, in the middle of the field. So again, that's that's the tail of the tape on, on, on the quarterbacks. Uh, if you want to be able to make it in the NFL, well, you got to be mobile now. Pratt's mobile. Daniels is mobile. We'll see how it kind of plays out. Chris Olave has been ruled out of, of uh, Saturday's game against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, again, um, uh, leading receiver for for the for the uh, Saints at 940 yards right now, trying to crack the thousand yard mark. I, I don't. I would not play him either. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be sub uh freezing t- uh, wind light, uh, uh temperatures in terms of the uh, of the wind chill uh and with the hamstring you just don't want to put a situation put him in a situation where maybe again severely injures that maybe he has a chance to come back for the last um uh couple games of the season and be able to uh, be, become the all-time leading uh rookie receiver for the Saints uh great year for that young man Although, again, the cost was high, and I'll go back and keep saying it. The cost was high, uh, and it's going to cost you, again, a, a, a top probably a top five pick this year in bringing in Olave. Linebacker Pete Werner, another Ohio State alum, will not play uh, this week. Dwayne Washington has also been ruled out. Uh, as far as players that are questionable, uh, Marshawn Lattimore with the abdomen, Marcus May with the shoulder, Adam Troutman with the ankle, uh, P.J. Williams with the knee, Andres Pete is, is out with an illness. So, um he just made the injury report tonight. As far as the Pels go, uh, Zion Williamson is out with again uh, uh, COVID protocol, uh, so we won't see him tonight, and we're not expecting to see Brandon Ingram unless something changes. Uh, they said he was to sit out at least two more games. Uh, that means this would be the uh, this would be the uh, I believe the, the second game. Uh, look, I'll say it again. <laughs> you know me. I'm, I when I got a dog, when I'm I'm like a dog with a bone. Okay, uh, and Brandon was going to need to get on the court. Okay, uh, he's got to stop being soft like cotton. We had one of those. It's called Anthony Davis. Uh, you can't, can't just go out on the court when you're 100%. Your, your team needs you. And I don't know how he can sit there on, on, on the bench knowing, again, that again that he's not 100%, but he can probably still be effective and, and watch his team lose, again, two to Utah, one to Phoenix, and then come back to lose to, to, to Milwaukee. I don't know how you do that. I mean, I don't, I don't know how, again, inside of yourself, uh, being, being not just a good teammate, but, but just a competitor in you. I don't know how you sit on the bench and watch that happen. Uh, he'll be probably sitting on the bench tonight. Larry Nance, we'll find out from out of yourself, he'll be sitting uh, as well. All right, let's head to uh, the guest line. Joining us in the program, I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you love the Pelicans, if you love Pelicans basketball, if you're trying to educate yourself on everything that's happening with the Pelicans, again, uh, fantastic articles, great podcast, insight that, again, you probably won't get anywhere else. Uh, You've got to be a, a subscriber to the Bird Rights. Uh, we have the editor-in-chief of the Bird Rights with us every single week. Ali Gassel joins us on the program. Ali, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing all right, Eric. But I walked in the arena just a few minutes ago, and they were playing All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey's song, (laughs) right? And I immediately thought was Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, no
0: kidding. You look, I've been frustrated with, with Brand. I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the show this week. But, you know, again, uh, you know, when, when they came out last week and said that the scans were clear, and really it's about, again, pain tolerance, him getting on the floor. I, I know you heard me as I was opening up. You know, I don't know how you sit there through, through the two Utah's to, the losses to Utah, the loss to Phoenix, and then coming home against a team you really need him on uh, on the floor for uh, against Milwaukee. Uh, it's the only flaw in his game, the, the fact that he won't play unless he's 100%.
1: Yeah, and unfortunately, as we all know, right, Follow the NBA, he's not the only one. That seems like just to be the general consensus, where if a player doesn't feel 100%, especially if he's one of the more elite players, right, an elite score, where he relies on his rhythm and timing, he's not going to play. And it's not just B.I., like I said, but you're right. With Zion now out, you were kind of looking at the schedule, four or five of the next home with some very winnable games. And suddenly that's all up in the air because they don't have either their main guys. I mean, yeah, they have CJ McCollum and Valentine's but you feel better if at least one of Ingram or Zion can go. And that was down in COVID protocols. But well, you're hoping maybe B.I. could play, right, push himself just a little bit. But, right, hey, I, I, I'm not going to take too much more on that because I've heard that some of these toe injuries that these guys even in basketball have, Eric, are really painful. Oh, there's no doubt. The Grizzlies missed about five weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to like turf toe, right, in football. Where you're, it is. You're not just, it's not just a bruise on the toe. I think Chappelle has maybe mislabeled his injury a little bit because I think he had some in, 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 uh, injury done to his ligament. And so, you know, when you're landing on it, stretching, yep. moving, there's just a little, you know, I don't know how much pain he's going through, but I know there was at least some. So I don't know if he's completely clear of that or not, but it is a shame. You're right.
0: Yeah, turf toe is a tough injury, no doubt about it. Hey, This this program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambos, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, and the Hideout Bar. Uh, remember, all are open Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. All are open New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Get your tickets right now for Mambos and Old New Orleans Balcony Party uh, that will be happening on New Year's Eve. Uh, and, of course, uh, don't forget gift cards available uh, for all of, again, the, uh, uh, the Oceana restaurants, a great way to be able to give a great stocking stuffer, maybe a gift to a friend or a family. Ali, is Larry Nance going to go tonight? Um, uh, Again, uh, he sat out the Milwaukee game, not having Brandon, not having Zion. You really hope that, again, that maybe he will have an opportunity to go.
2: Yeah,
1: we'll find out right before the game starts, likely. I mean, Willie Green, we'll ask him, of course, in pregame, about an hour, 45 minutes before tip-off. But likely, Larry's going to have to go through the warm-ups. And if he feels good enough to go, he'll go. If I had to guess, I'm probably willing to bet he'll play tonight. You know, he's a guy that will play through some injuries and things like that. And the team, you know, absolutely needs him with no Zion. They don't have any small ball active type of center, right? So if he can't go, boy, the Pelicans will be in a world of hurt. (laughs)
0: Point no doubt. All right, let let let, give me schematically how you think Willie's going to attack. uh, You know, again, uh, a a, a team that maybe is not the team that normally is in the San Antonio Spurs, but they got some good young talent on that team as well. How how are they going to attack them without having their two biggest stars on the floor?
1: Yeah, I mean the Spurs. When we last saw them, were mired in a big time uh, losing stretch. I think they won one of like eighteen games, but recently they've won four of their last six, so they have been playing better and they're healthier too. So. You know, with them, it all starts with uh, Devin Vassell on offense and defensively, Jakob Pirtle. He's their their center, and we didn't see him last time. So they're going to put up a nice fight for Greg Popovich. So if you're the Pelicans, you obviously have to roll through the two stars you do have, and that's C.J. McCollum and Jonas Valanciunas, who at least are coming off really good games, right? I mean, C.J. couldn't miss the first or a shot in that first half against Milwaukee. Ended up with 30, what 31 points, and Jonas, of course, was right. just fire from start to finish. So mm-hmm. and he's going to get his touches, and that's good because I feel like CJ and Jonas, they benefit from seeing you know at least maybe 15 shots or so because it allows them to get in a rhythm. So you absolutely have to believe they'll get featured heavily. And, of course, the guys, they'll have to play around them off of them, right? So anyone of Trey, Herb, um, maybe even Dyson, they'll, they'll have a chance mm-hmm. for a decent game as well in double figures because a lot of focus will probably be on McCollum and Balanchunas.
0: Yeah, who's who obviously, again, Trey Murphy starting for Brandon. Who starts yeah. for, for, um, uh, for Zion tonight?
1: I think it's Najee because I feel we've now seen that when Herb's either not playing right. or out of the game. Same thing with B.I., it's Trey usually. And now with no Zion, it's usually Najee, right, kind of a bruising forward because even though Larry may probably makes more sense, he's just better suited off the bench, Eric. And I'm, True. I think Willie doesn't want to mess with his role, nor should he.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Man, I tell you what, that bench gets a little bit uh, shorter now without with not having those two guys on. If Larry Nance doesn't go tonight, it's even shorter.
1: Right. We'll probably see Jackson Hayes if that's the case, right? Yep. I mean
0: – No, I, I would have yeah. guessed we have to.
1: Right, and hopefully he'll he'll rise the occasion because last few times, even though they were in garbage minutes, he just didn't show himself well, right? He right. Had- it, it, I mean he's just not doing the things that you want to see with with his ability, so hopefully he'll have his head screwed on right, and you're right, maybe he'll earn himself some minutes because he should probably see at least you've got to think a couple good stretches in the first and second half
0: oh, you know I'm a big fan, i mean I really thought I thought a lot of him i thought i you know and and really thought he would have progressed as far you know much further than he is now, and it looks like he's regressed. Uh, this is a night where he could step up and maybe maybe start to get a little playing time. You know, if he if he really starts to play, if he really plays well, you know, again hits the boards, runs, plays defense. You know, again, uh, you know, uh, you know to, to take the garbage buckets around around the basket. I mean, this is a perfect game for him to be able to come in uh, and and to make an impact.
2: It is,
1: and every year we've seen him go through certain stretch of the season where after he was either uh, sitting because he wasn't playing well or. Um, the team just didn't have the role for him because of the depth was already full. Um, He he was there for a while, but then all of a sudden he he finds himself some minutes and he played well. So Mm -hmm. this is a great opportunity as any, because I mean, Zion could be out for an extended period of time. That all depends on right. When he becomes asymptomatic, turns into negative tests. So that could be as short as a couple of days, hopefully after Christmas, but maybe a couple of weeks. you never know. And with Brandon. Yeah. I mean, we know that he's going to miss the next two games, but it could be a lot longer, especially when it comes to the guy and the word setback. So,
0: yeah, no doubt. Jackson,
1: um, he's got that opportunity, Eric, and I hope he runs with it. I know the coaching staff here has been in his ear ever since Zion's uh, COVID test came back positive. They've been in his ear, telling this is your mm-hmm. opportunity, go grab it. So let's just see if it clicks for him.
0: Did uh, did Zion have symptoms, or was he just uh, again around someone that 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 had COVID?
1: I think he, from what I was I heard he, he actually did uh, get sick. I just okay. don't know how symptomatic he got, but hopefully, right. like I said. Eric, he can test out of it quick. There's new protocols now, right? Yes. He's asymptomatic, and he turns in two quick tests where it's a, it's called a CT test. If he's shown that he's not really contagious, well, he could be back in a matter of a couple of days with just two negative tests.
3: Right.
0: Uh, can we see Kyra Lewis tonight uh, again? Especially you have to go deep in the bench now.
1: Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be featured in that first group of the regular rotation members, right? Because mm-hmm. Devonte's still there. Jose's playing. So right. Kyra, you know, he, yeah, he's just naturally going
0: to slot in behind him because you've got your starters in CJ and Herb. <laughs> I didn't. Even uh, they, they, that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, Dyson, he's played well, man. I mean, again, you want to talk about a guy that that again is is, is well ahead of where you would think he would be, but but that has something to say about again that that Ignite uh, team in the G League, huh? I mean, the, those guys that are coming out of Ignite, they're they're, they're NBA ready.
1: Absolutely. Um, I, I don't know. I watched a lot of the games just simply because I love Dyson Daniels, but you're right, all of them. Galen Hardy, uh, Beauchamp, we just saw with Milwaukee. Right. All these guys, yeah, they can play professional basketball, and they can step right on the court in their rookie season. I think that G yeah. League is a wonderful option for players, Me and too. I hope that a lot of high school kids are watching that because if they don't want to go to college, I think it's a great avenue for them.
0: hmm Yeah, and and, look, you and I have discussed this on on past shows as well. I would like to see Jackson Hayes down there, but you you made a great point last week. I mean, the guy's in his fourth year now. He doesn't want to end up down at the G League. Again, he'd rather probably be traded than, than the G League to try to work on his game at this point. But we've seen some guys go down to Birmingham, hone their games, and come back ready to play.
1: Absolutely, and Eric, look, you have to find a rhythm, whether you're a Brandon Ingram or you're just a rotation player, a role player. And you've got to get your minutes somewhere against healthy competition. So I know that they get up and, and go after it hard in practice and such, but it's nowhere near the level, right, of real competitive basketball. So you're right. I wish Jackson would have taken the opportunity these last few weeks, played a few mm-hmm. games down there. Because it worked yeah. for Trey Murphy last year. It's worked for Jackson in the past. It's worked for a yes. lot of players in the league.
0: All right, let's, let, before I let you go, because I know we're getting up against the clock here, uh, we've seen this team get out-rebounded. We've seen this team turn the ball over. We've seen, again, the points off turnovers. Uh, we've seen them, again, at times, again, not be able to hit the three-point shot consistently. What do they have to do over the next few games, knowing they may not have Zion and B.I. to be able to, again, break this losing streak?
1: Yeah, it's to the play their fundamentals, because during that four-game losing, uh, or excuse me, three games they lost before the Milwaukee game, which was the fourth, they were terrible with the turnovers because it led to seemingly twenty seven or so points a game for the opponent. And of course the second chance points. You can't give up that many rebounds as they were. And they cleaned up a lot of that in Milwaukee. So they put themselves in a great position to win that. Despite, you know, Giannis's great game and Brooke Lopez combining for seventy two. Pelicans had were within three points without, you know, playing honestly their best ball. So I think if they just equal that kind of effort, they'll be fine against a team like the Spurs because you're going to get the scoring load from uh, McCollum and Ballantunas, but you can't beat yourself. And that's what they were doing, right? Those couple losses in Utah and that one in Phoenix. I know that this team wishes they had at least a couple of wins instead of just nothing but losses there.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Two sub-500 teams coming in again with, again, uh, tonight in the Smoothie King Center against uh, the Spurs. Uh, And then, of course, going uh, to Oklahoma City to take on the young young, um, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder uh, players. Uh, This is a chance for them to get right. But yet again, you're you're really in a pickle here because, again, you've lost a big part of uh, – you've you lost your two all-stars who are sitting on the sidelines.
1: Yeah, you're missing your consistent, you know, guys that you can count on for 25, 30 points, at least five or so assists. Certainly C.J. McComb, he can't have that cold shooting night. Neither can really Jonas. So they have to be True. on the team. But so like I said, others have to step up as well. And I feel like every time the Pelicans have about four players that play really well, show up in that stat line, they win. So I don't know who those names are going to be, but they're going to need those uh, guys, even against the Spurs and the Thunder, Eric, because I mentioned the Spurs have one four six. 4 Well, the Thunder, they've won three in a row. And right. the Pelicans, last time they faced them, barely beat them. I think it was 105-101. They had Zion back then. So they're going to have to come up with a great effort in OKC on the second night of a back-to-back.
0: Ali, uh, as always, man, really appreciate the time. If you don't mind, after Willie's uh, press conference, kind of maybe give, us, give me a text. Let me know if is going to play or not so I can pass that on to the audience.
1: Absolutely. I will surely do that for you.
0: I appreciate that very much. Merry Christmas to you and your family, my friend. I am out next week on, on with a little Christmas vacation, so we'll pick it up after the new year as we always do. Happy New Year to you, Merry Christmas, and we really appreciate you being with us each and every week on the program. Oh
1: Absolutely. You know, Eric, I love talking to you and all your listeners out there, and uh, you're right. This is this is a good Christmas, even though the Pelicans are mired in a four-game losing streak missing a lot of guys. This is a season of hope because so far the Balkans have done really well. And I think they'll continue. Nope. Might not be on that same level, but they'll be fine. So keep following this team and keep listening to your show. And that's describing all the action.
0: Well, I appreciate it. Again, before we go, tell us about the Bird Rights, how folks can follow you on social media.
1: Yeah, you can catch all of our work over at SB Nation, all one word, www.thebirdrights.com, where we feature our podcasts, analysis, game recaps, you name it, everything you need to know about the team.
0: Appreciate it, buddy. Merry Christmas to you and your family, Uh, and as always, we appreciate your time.
1: Absolutely. Happy New Year to you, Eric, and your family as well.
0: Thank you, my friend. Always appreciate you being with us. There he goes. I like to sell the bird rice. Hey, don't forget, Old New Orleans Cookery, man. 205 Bourbon Street, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. I'm just a wonderful restaurant. Uh, first of all, look, it's the time where we, where we get together with friends and family. We have a few cocktails. We enjoy a great dinner, uh, great, you know, a great meal. Uh, head on over, over to New, Old New Orleans Cookery. you got the picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You can see the craziest there. Hey, that's not into, you're not into that? Uh, the authentic French Quarter courtyard. And you're going to say, wait e, it's going to be so cold. they got these incredible heaters in those courtyards. You'll, th- you'll think you're inside, li- Literally. And then, of course, not one, but two. Uh, private rooms with again per, uh, with Bourbon Street balconies attached, uh, private restroom, and of course you can always have your next event there. Uh, fantastic menu that can, can and includes Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, and again as I've mentioned, extraordinary cocktails uh, from again the best mixologist in in New Orleans. Uh, friends, family uh, coming in, and treat them to a wonderful dining experience. Uh, Oceana, I'm sorry, Oh uh, New Orleans Cookie is is uh, perfect for for date night, uh, closing that business deal, or getting again together again with uh, with a Again, uh, uh, friends that are are coming in town, treat them to a great uh, a great meal at a great restaurant. Uh, you want to find out more? NolaCookery.com. That's NolaCookery.com. And don't forget. New Year's Eve, always a blowout at, at Old New Orleans Cookies. The two Bourbon Street balconies, again, they have tickets that, that are available for you to go there. You're, again, the, the, to have drink, food, and, of course, the balcony to, to enjoy all the festivities. Uh, again, all you got to do is go to o, or go to nolacookery.com and, uh, and check out the tickets there. Uh, again, open Christmas Eve, open Christmas Day. Open New Year's Eve, open New Year's Day. They never close. If so you want to wait a late meal, you can get it at uh, Oceana Family of Restaurants. That includes Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Here comes the chill. <laughs> I'm telling you, folks, if you are not ready, and, of course, I was doing, my wife and I were, were, were doing all the weatherization this afternoon here at my house, uh, but, again, the one thing I don't have to worry about is the heat. Uh, my my, my, my amount of heat pump that was installed by Burkhardt a couple of years ago, uh, it, it works perfectly. Uh, Burkhart uh, comes in and already and inspects that for me once a year. So, again, I know my heating system is working. If you're having problems with your heating system in this cold, cold weather, Burkhart will be working. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, emergency service after hours. Uh, a Burkhart employee answers the phone. And dispatching a Burkhart truck out to your home or your business, have problems with your heating system, call Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambos, Bobby Bear's Kitchen and Cannon Restaurant, also Old New Orleans Cookery and the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. All will be open throughout the holidays for you. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's uh, New Year's um, uh, Night. I'm saying New Year's Day as well. And open late, so again, a late night place to eat. And a fantastic menu. Also, delivery options available. Uh, go to EricAsher.com, choose your favorite Oceana restaurant, click on the icon. It'll take you right to their website. And once again, don't forget, head down to the Quarter for New Year's Eve. Both Old, both Old New Orleans Cookery and Mambo's have a great balcony party. And of course, on top that rooftop bar over at Mambo's, get your tickets now. Go to their respective websites and uh, make sure you're, again, enjoying a great meal at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Eric Asher with you until 6. Coming up next, Ross Jackson, Locked On Saints podcast. Don't move.
4: This report is sponsored by NetSpend
0: All Access Account. NetSpend All Access Account. Get the account designed for your everyday mobile banking needs. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA, member FDIC. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply.
5: Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection with delays stretching from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays, solid 10 eastbound right at Williams. And in the meantime, delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high-rise. 10 westbound delays are solid right at Clearview. If you're traveling on the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Also, in the meantime, look out for accidents, Canal at North Peters, also magazine at Notre Dame, and Royal at Port Street. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center
0: Handle. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkard has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see by calling Burkard today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. That's all American sent you.
6: Using
3: innovative technology and the real words of the people who were there, Expressions of America is an immersive sound and light show that brings history to life like never before,
0: coming only to the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant old New Orleans cookery and of course the Hideout Bar and Mambo's again 411 Bourbon Street three floors of again what is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street great time to head down to Mambo's in this holiday season uh first of all uh, the Cajun Cre- Creole cuisine is fantastic M- magnificent cocktails by some of the best mixologists we have uh, in the city you can uh, sit by the picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street check out all the great uh, all, all the craziness there but also again head back to the Bourbon Street uh, uh, original um uh, French Quarter Courtyard, as I mentioned, heaters there that will keep you warm. On the second floor is a, uh, again, authentic Bourbon Street balcony for you. Uh, a bar right there on the second floor for you. And then, of course, on the third floor, Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, again, fantastic sight lines. Uh, and, of course, they got it decorated so well. Uh, fantastic food for you. Great cocktails. And uh, perfect for, for, again, the holiday season. They'll be open Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Night. Uh, also, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, New Year's Night. Uh, they'll never close throughout the holidays, and they're open late. And, again, once again, if you wanna, uh, have uh, your New Year's Eve party uh, over at, um, at Mambo's, they're selling tickets right now for you. Uh, go to MamboNola.com, MamboNola.com, and right next door is the Hideout Bar. Live music for you in a French Quarter courtyard setting, uh, fantastic food. Hey, make it a memory over at, uh, over at Mambo's. Uh, and of course, the Hideout Bar, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right. I want to thank uh, Alec Gassel of the Bird Rights for joining us on the program. Ross Jackson of Locked On uh, Saints podcast, Saints Wire, and also um, uh, the CrestitySports.com group uh, joins us on the program. Fantastic podcast. If you love the Saints and you want to keep up with what's going on with the Saints, this podcast Ken, just in a short period of time, you get so much great information uh, that, again, you can, you can uh, digest for yourself, uh, tell your friends, family, whatever you got to do. I'm telling you right now, fantastic podcast, and, of course, I enjoy his writing as well. He joins us each and every week on the program. Ross, how are you?
4: Hey, buddy. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Appreciate you, as always, for having me on.
0: Glad to be here with you. Good, good, good to have you. Uh, we, we found out today Alave's out, uh, Werner's out, uh, Washington is out. Uh, let, let's, let, let's start there. Um, Russ head has been the go-to guy, but this looks like it's going to be a game where they're really going to have to run the football to be effective. And then that takes you to, again, the fact now that um, you, you've got Ruiz who's out on an IR. There's been some talk that maybe they're going to move Hurst inside and allow Penning to start. What do you think happens?
4: Yeah, I, I, I think that would be the, the wisest decision uh, by New Orleans, especially when you consider just how good a run blocker Trevor Penning is, you know, this game is going to sort of be one to where, you know, whoever gets the big breakaway runs here and there is going to be the team that ends up walking away with a win in this one in Cleveland, where it's going to be minus nine degrees. So the air game was never really going to be a big part of this one anyway. So, you know, suffice it to say that, you know, if Chris Olave was going to miss any, any other games this season, uh, this would probably be the one that makes the most sense. And so, you know, for him, I think that, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because you know, he was somebody that had you know, some little bit of rookie of the year steam and everything that certainly puts a little bit of a damper on that. But this is going to be a game very much won on the ground, which means that it was going to be a lot of opportunities for guys like Mark Calloway, Callaway, Traquan Smith, the better perimeter blockers that they can get out there uh, in, in this run game. And so uh, I think that matching that by maximizing your talent on the offensive line and getting Trevor Pitting out there, who's a tenacious run blocker, uh, would be yes. a very, very wise decision by the New won't
0: let me ask you how how you think they'll do this schematically on offense. Uh, we know you're not going to throw the ball a lot. Is this a game where we will see a lot of Taysom Hill behind center?
4: I think so. I think you'll see a lot of Taysom behind center, and he's somebody I think you trust to you know, be able to impact this game. But I don't think that the Saints completely go away from the, the the passing game. They'll just be very selective about it. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. about gusts of wind there that are expected to be in the thirty mile an hour area, and everything. So it makes it a little bit tough to try to air one out for a. You know, Rashid Shahid, fifty-plus yarder, but it doesn't sure. mean that you know this is a team that goes away from and and could potentially now get a little bit closer to something we're we're more accustomed to seeing this offense do it, which is using the short passing game as an extension of the run game. So, screen passes, passes to the yes. flats, quick slants, things like that. Maybe this actually ends up awarding the New Orleans Saints an opportunity to get that rhythm and creativity back in their offense because we haven't seen that type of approach very much from them so far this year. We've seen a lot of attack over the intermediate area where Andy Dalton has been you know, spectacular in that area mm-hmm. uh, of the field. But in this game in Cleveland, they may end up looking a little bit closer to a lot of scrimmage, playing something that's a little bit more condensed, and instead of attacking vertically, instead start to look at you know, attacking more laterally across the field.
0: Yeah, and of course again, jet sweeps with a Shaheed. Like Shahid. Uh, you know, getting Kamara involved. Obviously, the screen game. You mentioned that. Um, uh, it'll be interesting again how they play that, and also of course a lot of quarterback power uh, with 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 Taysom Hill. Uh, David Johnson came in last week. fumbled, did wasn't uh, wasn't real effective, but he's a veteran. And he's a guy that's played in a lot of cold weather games. Do you expect him to get a, 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 a quite a few carries today? I mean, sorry, on on, on Christmas Eve, or will we yeah. see uh, Benjamin maybe also get a, get get in the mix here?
4: Yeah, I think honestly, it's probably going to be a little bit of a, a little bit more of a committee approach behind Alvin Kamara than what we've seen. Uh, you know, I think it was going to be a little bit tough to get uh, you know Benjamin up to speed in time for him to play last week, but this week. Um, you know, it's pretty, I mean, the, you know, uh, not to diminish it, but it's a pretty simple game plan this week, right? <laughs> there's not a lot of play. Yeah. You're going to have to learn for this because there's only so much you can do in minus nine degree weather with wind gusts of up to 30 miles an hour. But but I do think that, yeah, you'll, you'll see you know, a good bit of, of David Johnson in this one. And I think you'll see a good bit of Eno you know, Benjamin as well. And the thing that I like about Eno you know, Benjamin is that he's a good receiver out of the backfield as well. So if you're able to get him involved not only in the run game, which you know the New Orleans Saints saw up close and personal uh, in their Thursday night game against the, the Arizona Cardinals, just how effective, you know, Benjamin can be in the run game. So right. get him involved there, get him going there, but then also, you know, be able to utilize him, you know, in some interesting ways. Let's say, you know, the Saints march out with he and Alvin Kamara both in the formation, but then they run Alvin Kamara out to the edge and then end up running a jet sweep with him. Well they can revisit that same look. And then instead of running the jet sweep to Alvin Kamara, they can fake that action and then go to you know Benjamin or vice versa, and then even potentially play action to you know Benjamin only to then set him up for a screen and get some blockers out ahead of him and get Trevor Pinning you know a little bit of a running start downfield, Eric McCoy a little bit of a running start downfield. Those guys love to get out in front. And uh, and run and get downfield for their for their uh, their running backs and their pass catchers. So I think there's a lot of different ways to utilize the amount of talent that they will have in the backfield to help to supplement for the losses of Chris Olave and uh, Jarvis Landry on the outside yep. of the receiving game.
0: No doubt. Now is is Landry definitely out? Because I I didn't I, I didn't see if he was out for sure. Is he definitely out this game?
4: Yes, he is out this game. And in fact, they're actually moving him to injured reserve as well. So that would effectively wow. end his season. So that would
0: end the season.
4: End of season. Mm. So uh and, and, Man, it's and the reason why it ends the season, just 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 so that folks know is that when you go to injured reserve, it's a required four game minimum that yes. you're out. There's only three games left in the season. So barring making a deeper run into the playoffs, which seems unlikely, uh mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry's Jarvis Landry's minimum time loss would be greater than that of what's left in the season. So it would end is used.
0: And kind of a disappointing season, too, right? But from the injuries, non effective, really kind of been effective. Uh, look, he's a guy that I just raved about coming over and um, uh, just hasn't been the player that he was in, in his past stops.
4: Yeah, I think we were all very excited about what he was going to bring to this team and, you know, for the New Orleans Saints to finally have multiple receiving options
0: and all, and,
4: you know, because of the injuries and, and, and different things. And, you know, look, I, I think he started off you know, looking really good with James Wilson yes. early on in the season. And then he had the injury um, that kind of set in at the same time as uh, Michael Thomas's injury. Uh, but then after, you know, Andy Dalton kind of took over in London, the, the connection between he and Jarvis Flandry never really got to get off the ground because mm-hmm. you know, he was out until Pittsburgh, basically week 10. And then, so we've only seen a few weeks of him back, never really getting into rhythm uh, with Andy Dalton uh, at the helm of that offense. Um, so you know it's, it's disappointing um you know because you had a lot of high hopes not just for the organization and what he was bringing you know for bringing to the team, but you know you had high hopes for him too right this opportunity yes. for him to come back to the state of Louisiana and, and all that so so we'll see he was on a one year deal three million dollar mm-hmm. um uh, deal that was you know had incentives up to six six million he won't scratch those incentives obviously. No. And so, you know, we'll see if he, if he re signs with the team over the course of the offseason. But the good news is one of the reasons why we were so excited about him is because he helped to give the Saints something they hadn't had in, in a few years, which was multiple receiving options as opposed to right. just Michael Thomas. And even though things didn't necessarily take off for Jarvis Landry, you had Chris Olave, Rashid Shahid, and Jawan Johnson mm-hmm. all become viable uh, yeah. targets in the passing game. So you still got those multiple weapons there.
0: Great point. Great point. Uh, Man, the Saints had t- a tough time with the Falcons' running game last week. 39 carries, 231 yards, it was a Algier and uh, also Patterson. Two big backs again that really just kind of just bullied the uh, the Saints' defensive line. Uh, this week, uh, they get Nick Chubb and uh, and um, uh, again he's as physical a back as there is in the NFL. And also Deshaun Watson with his running ability. How do they how do they attack the Browns' offense?
4: Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's, it, look, it's not going to be any easy task at all. Nick Chubb is one of the better running backs in the NFL. And they actually, they've got two other really good running backs back there as well. And Kareem Hunt, who can, you know, yep. be a uh, you know a threat in a passing game too. And, and Dearness Johnson, who hasn't gotten a lot of run, but he might be one of my favorite free agent running backs going mm. into the 2023 offseason to keep an eye out on. So maybe he'll get an opportunity for some run here because it's going to be a very uh, run-heavy approach for both of these teams. And uh, you know, I think for the Saints, they really just will have to key in on the run game, and that's where not having Pete Werner probably hurts the most. Yes. Um, I think the Saints' defensive line has struggled. The average depth of target for players on the interior, excuse me, average depth of tackle uh, for the players on the interior has been three, nearly four yards down from the line of scrimmage, which isn't mm. great. Uh, can't that means win that, that these, yeah, that means that these running backs are getting three or four yards down the field before a defensive tackle on the interior is getting a hand on him. So a lot of the push from in, from interior offensive lines on, on the opposing teams has been successful uh, up against New Orleans. So you'll want to see them get that corrected and, and help to supplement a little bit of that interior run defense with the linebackers there. Thankfully for the Saints, they have not only DeMario Davis, of course, who just got nominated to his very, very first Pro Bowl of his career, which seems mm-hmm. ridiculous. It is, uh, and <laughs> and uh, and of course, Caden Ellis, who's shown you uh, a lot of really good things so far this season. He's actually, I believe, he's second on the team with sacks now as well. So uh, second or third, and so uh, you know, you've got two good linebackers there that can help supplement in the run game. So I think it's going to be a lot of keying in on the run game and forcing the team to pass, which is something that. You know, uh, the New Orleans Saints defense has has wanted to do and and, and has been successful doing uh, for a long time. And if there's any portion of that defense that's gelling right now, it's the secondary. Uh, So, you know, we'll all hold our breath and see if Marcus May is able to get out there this weekend.
0: And the, the stat you just threw out about again, again, the average yards, but per carry, um, um, uh, that 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 that's the re- one of the reasons why we have Ross on the show. I mean, you don't get that stuff anywhere else. I mean, <laughs> that just tells you everything you know. You want to know what winning football is? If, if the running back is getting is is uh, is getting tackled four yards downfield uh, on a running play, that's not winning football. And again, great stat yeah. for us as always. Uh, Cade York played well at LSU. He was one of the best kickers in the history of uh, of, of LSU football. He has struggled as a pro. Mm-hmm.
4: He has, yeah, and I think. Yeah, you, know, you look at this weather and everything. Like this is another place where the weather is going to be a factor. I know I sound like a broken record because I keep talking about it, but it it is such a uh, it's such a an important factor in terms of how this game could potentially shake out. And special teams is going to be a big part of it because both these teams are going to be you know points are going to come out of premium in this one. And so you know this is going to be a relatively low scoring game. You imagine. I think the sportsbooks are setting, you know, the the score at you know thirty two points, thirty two and a half mm-hmm. points. They're expecting this to be a very low scoring game, and that's where these field goal kickers come into, you know, they are, are you know a big part of where you know, things can go really right or really wrong uh, yes. for, for each team and uh, Cade York has struggled. But the Saints, you know, with Will Lutz, Will Lutz hasn't had this, the the usual Will Lutz season that we're used to seeing for him either. So this is going to be a big sort of kicker um, kicker, I guess, battle if you will, mm-hmm. uh, to watch throughout this one because that could be, you know, whichever one of those guys gets it right in this game, that could be the deciding factor for which team wins the game.
0: And Gilligan as well. You know, Gilligan's played well yeah. uh, at uh, you know at, at times but it seems when it's clutch time he he tends to shank punts. Uh the weather's going to be uh, just a bear uh this weekend so he's going to have to be able to figure that out as well. So yep. uh who do you like and why?
4: Um you know
0: when it comes to all of the different kind of aspects
4: of this game uh, I I like it for Cleveland if I'm being honest. I mean they're a little bit more accustomed to playing in the cold weather though I don't know that that's too entirely an issue especially something like this. I mean you know, when you talk about negative nine degrees, the, you know, you you as an NFL player play in this type of condition at most three times in your career, right? So no matter what, it's going to be challenging for both of them. But with so mm-hmm. many factors, you know, you kind of lean towards the home team uh, on this one. But, you know, I, even with Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry out and, and all and, and sort of that passing game potentially being weakened, I I think that's probably the this is the right week for something like that to happen if there ever was one. And so uh you know, I'm not gonna write the New Orleans Saints off in this one. Uh mm-hmm. I'm not gonna write, you know, Cleveland off in this one either though. And I think them having home field advantage could end up having a bit of an effect here.
0: There you go ross um we will be out next week uh, i'm going on uh, my little christmas vacation so we'll pick it up after the first of the year merry christmas happy new year to you and your family so again thankful for you to be on our program each and every week you bring some great insight uh for the saints tell us about your podcast uh tell us about again who, uh, you, uh, where you're writing what's coming what's going on up there and of course our folks can follow you on social media
4: yeah hey always a pleasure to be here with you buddy thanks so much as always for having me on i hope that you too have a happy new year and uh a- and a Merry Christmas. Uh, if y'all want to follow along with all the work that's going on, uh, you can check out the Locked on Saints podcast for where you get your podcast. And on YouTube as well, just search Locked on Saints. You can find the written work once a week over at CrescentCitySports.com and daily over at SaintsWire.USAToday.com. And, of course, you can find all of it on Twitter at Ross Jackson. Nolan. appreciate you, buddy.
0: Me too, my friend. Thanks so much. Have a safe holiday. We'll check in with you again after the first of the year.
4: Yes, sir. Right back after. Take care. Stay safe.
0: There he goes, uh, Ross Jackson. All right, folks. Again, uh, I just want to caution everybody. Uh, again, frigid temperatures, unlike what we're used to here in New Orleans for the next five days. Matter of fact, they're saying about 5 o'clock this thing's coming in. I'm, I'm looking at my screen right now. It uh, doesn't look like the front's coming in yet, uh, but it's going to come in like a bear this evening. So, look, I know people are going to get space heaters, et cetera. You know, those are dangerous. If you have problems with your heating system, call my friends at Burkhardt. They are working through, again, the, the, the cold snap. So, again, whether it's after hours and you need help, uh, a Burkhardt employee will be answering the phone, dispatching a Burkhardt truck out to you in an emergency situation, whether it's your home or your business. Uh, during re- regular working hours, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business, only doing the work that's necessary. Your heating system's not heating. It's breaking, uh, breaking down on you. need help, call Burkhardt. They'll be there for you, uh, taking care of, all again, What you need, only doing the work that's necessary and truly a company can trust. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, The Hideout Bar, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, all are open. Uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, throughout the entire holiday season, they don't close seven days a week, and, of course, they're open late. Get out there and enjoy a meal or a cocktail or two at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And Telemeric sent you. Six, three.
3: This is Josh Danzig with Where Yet Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Starting this Wednesday, grab the family and head to the Convention Center for the return of New Orleans Christmas Fest with ice skating, holiday treats, adult cocktails, and more. And celebrate the holiday on the day after Christmas by heading to the Fairgrounds
0: Racecourse for the Road to the Derby kickoff day on December 26th. For more ideas on what to do this holiday season, log on to Waryat.com and sign up for the Waryat weekly e-blast and have the latest news sent directly
3: to your inbox.
7: Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
0: Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, open for breakfast, lunch and dinner daily. Uh, Open late all the way to 1 a.m. And, of course, uh, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery to Hideout Bar. Open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. Mambo's and and Old New Orleans Cookery have tickets available for their balcony uh, for the New Year's Eve celebration. And, of course, uh, all will be open Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Christmas uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. They'll never close. Late night place to eat, great night place to eat. It's uh, the Oceana family of restaurants. Eric Asher with you till 6. We'll be right back.
3: Thank you.
2: i right.
0: number two of inside new orleans eric asher with you until six four to six weekdays right here at 106.1 fm nash icon iheart radio app TuneIn radio app our digital platforms uh nash fm 1061.com and eric asher.com on the world wide web our podcast is everywhere anchors are home based on your favorite podcasting platform just search inside new orleans show with eric asher at eric underscore asher on twitter eric asher on facebook inside new orleans show on instagram our social media platforms. I want to thank um, uh, Ali Gassell and Ross Jackson for joining us in hour number one. Hour number two, uh, Gary Smith uh, will talk WAVE with us, and then we'll finish up with Renee Nato of uh, of CrescentEsports.com who will be talking uh, both uh, LSU and Tulane, uh, and maybe some of the other state schools. Um, uh, National Signing Day. So again, we'll see how, how that how that plays out uh, uh, going forward. Uh, today's program is brought to you by again the uh, Oceana family of restaurants: Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, the Hideout Bar, uh, and of course, uh, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Canada Restaurant. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, open late. So again, um, if you got and, and open on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, uh, uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, with all the great games that are going to be going to be played. Uh, man, I'm telling you right now. Uh, that's a perfect spot. If you've got a big family that, again, you want to go out and grab a bite to eat, uh, they've got plenty of room. They even open up the big private room in the back uh, so that they can accommodate, again, big parties. So, again, big parties are no problem at all. Uh, and, and, of course, just, again, uh, fantastic cuisine for you. Uh, not just that. Again, uh, amazing cocktails. Uh, by, again, some of the great mixologists we have in the city. Uh, gift cards are a great way to be able to give uh, a, a fantastic gift of, of again, a, a great meal uh, for, uh, uh, for a stocking stuffer. Maybe, again, uh, 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 something to put inside of a card for, again, uh, a family member or maybe even a coworker or a friend. Uh, And those are all available at all the Oceana family of restaurants. Again, they have gift cards available for you as well. Uh, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie. Uh, uh, BobbyBears.com is the web address. Uh, and of course, remember open late. So again, you know you're out and about. You're, you're maybe going to Christmas and the Yolks. Again, you're coming back. and say, man. Everybody's hungry. Go to Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant right there on Veterans. Easy. Okay. And then of course, uh, don't forget about Mambo's Old New Orleans Cookery. And of course, Oceanic Grill are part of the Oceana family of restaurants and uh, just a fantastic group uh, that have come together uh, and uh, and serving some fantastic food. But good times as well. Uh, the bartenders are outstanding. Uh, the the beer selection and, and the cocktails over at over at Bobby Bear's. Uh, uh well, great. And of course, look, man, it's just that time that again we like to have a great cocktail. You like to have a little, little uh, be a little festive. Uh, you can do that. Uh, at at again the, end the uh, uh, the Bobby Bear Cajun, uh, Bobby Bobby Bear's Cajun Can Restaurant, and the rest of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right. Uh, did you want to get into it? Give you a little uh, insight here. First of all, uh, it was mentioned. Demario Davis makes his first Pro Bowl. It's interesting because. I felt like this was maybe DeMario Davis's worst year as, as a Saint. Now, now, the stats don't prove, show that. Okay, the stats show that he had a great year. And he's a guy that um, when you look at the stats and, and you compare and contrast, um, in, a, in a lot of cases, uh, he's right on, on target on where his stats should be. Uh, he's been an all-pro. Uh, he's been one of the best linebackers in the league. But I'm telling you right now, i go back to the two games, uh, the two play touchdown scores against um, against Tampa. They, he got beat on both of those. Uh, last week, again, several times on big runs where, again, Demario Davis, you there making the tackle. He's uh, Again, he's out of position, etc. cetera. Um, I mean, I'm not knocking him. He's, a, he's still a great player. Uh, but again, father time waits on no one. But again, I'm glad he got the honor, no matter what. You know, again, this is a, the Pro Bowl. In a lot of cases, we know this, right? Uh, it's a popularity contest. In a lot of cases, you're not getting your due until maybe a couple years down the line uh, when it comes to um, uh, getting recognized. Uh, when, when uh, with with a Pro Bowl, where again, uh, you know, All Pro, uh, especially those that are in the media that are voting for that, uh, it's it's more it's not, not a more a popularity contest; it really based up up, up on performance. Uh, also, again, uh, we we spoke about this uh, in the first hour. Uh, yesterday, it was uh, Michael Pratt committing to uh, Tulane for his senior year. Jaden Daniels is coming back to LSU. Of course, if you listen to this program uh, on a daily basis, you already knew that. Mike Scarborough told us that two and a half weeks ago. Uh, that uh, uh, that he was going to uh, he was going to be uh, coming back to uh, to LSU and look again uh, uh, th- that that's a great thing. Now again I caution. The only reason I say I caution is because um, you look at at the situation right now with um, um, with uh, uh, Walker Howard and also Nussmeier. Uh, you you don't want to lose Walker Howard and you'd rather not lose Nussmeier. You know again you'd like to have those two guys kind of competing for the next couple of years uh, for the um, uh, for the starting for the starting job, uh, with that said, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see again how this kind of played out. Uh, if there was a, a promise made uh, uh, one way or the other in terms of um, um, in, in terms of him starting, uh, but again he could he could use another year. Uh, you know, we, we talked to Sean yesterday. Sean Vazan said again he thought if you had a great Cotton Bowl, maybe he'd go pro. Uh, obviously, he's coming back now. Uh, Chris Olave is not going to play on Sunday. Neither will Pete Werner. Neither will. Um, uh, Well, Dwayne Washington, all those guys are out. Uh, And, of course, we know they're going to run the football a lot on on Sunday. Uh, We talked to Ross Jackson about, again, the possibility of um – uh, of seeing some lineup changes, especially on the offensive line, with Hurst maybe moving inside and Penning uh, maybe starting his first game as a pro uh, at, at the tackle position, as they're going to run the ball a lot. I think we're going to see a lot of Taysom Hill, as we should. We should see a lot of Taysom Hill, right? Uh, running the ball, uh, quarterback power. Uh, also, again, uh, it'll be interesting to see if we see you know Benjamin, who was just signed. David Johnson had a bad game last last week in terms of, of, of turning the ball over, but as I mentioned to Ross, look, that's a guy that that again has played a lot of cold weather games. So, again, he's a physical back. Maybe, again, you can catch lightning in a bottle with him this week. Uh, and maybe he's a little bit more prepared for, for again, the uh, uh, the physicality of the NFL after being sitting out for so long. And you've got to get a heavy dose of Alvin Kamara. There's no other way around it. So we'll see how that plays out. And then, look, uh, they, got, they got punked last week, okay, by Atlanta on, on the ground. Uh, Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the NFL. Uh, and, and you look at uh, Watson, he can also run the football. So they're going to have to be stout against the run. That's going to be the key to any chance of a victory uh, for the Saints. Uh, Tonight, the uh – Pels take on the uh, San Antonio Spurs and then of course uh, uh, they're going to do that without Zion Williamson who's in uh, COVID protocol. Brandon Ingram still uh, out with the uh, uh, toe injury. Alec Gassell going to text me again after uh, uh, Willie Green's uh, press conference today to let me know if Larry Nance will be available. Uh, but again a big shift in the lineup. They're going to go deeper, deeper in, into the uh, uh, into the bench now. So we'll see again how that plays out. Also questionable for the Saints on, on uh, Saturday will be Marshawn Lattimore, uh, Marcus May Adam Troutman, P.J. Williams, and uh, Andres Pete. Uh, so we'll see again uh, how that how that plays out um, with with Andres Pete going out and, and now maybe having to move Hurst inside and having Throckmorton play. You you'd like to see Pete play and and have and have Hurst uh, again on the other side, uh, but again we'll, we'll see ultimately again uh, how, how it um, how it plays out uh, going forward. All right. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break here uh, because we're going to come back with Gary Smith, who, who, who we're efforting right now. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. And, folks, I, again, uh, I have to stress heating today uh, because we've got this Arctic blast that's coming in. A lot of people are getting space heaters. They're so dangerous if you don't operate them correctly. Uh, and if you're having problems with your heating system and say, well, women, nobody's working, Burkhart's working. Okay, they will be there. They have after hours service for you, uh, a. a, 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 a Technicians, Nate Center by technicians that are on call. And then, of course, again, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call uh, during regular hours. They'll get out there. They'll get your heater up and running for you. Uh, If you haven't had your heater tested or or cleaned, it's a little bit late in the time now. But again, if you need it, I'm sure they can get to you as well. Uh, But again, don't go a a night or a day uh, without having heat for your family. Uh, Call my friends at Burkhart. They're doing after-hour service for you. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back.
3: New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon.
7: This report is sponsored by Walgreens. At Walgreens, they know the magic of the holidays comes from you. So dash in to get what you need to deck your halls, surprise your loved ones, or entertain your guests. Because when you're ready to spread the holiday cheer, it's not magic, it's Walgreens.
5: Delays are solid on 10 Eastbound from Williams to Power, and the delays pick back up on 10 Eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the High Rise. 10 Westbound, you delays are solid from City Park to Veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, you delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection, look out for backups from Chapultepec to the Camp Street exit. And in the meantime, look out for an accident Bourbon at Iberville. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
0: Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. First of all, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. I'm telling you folks, wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You go to southerntire.com, check out your wheels, uh, your tires, see what you want to get. And of course, uh, you know... uh, uh, contact Southern Tire uh, and, and let them know what, you, what you're going to get. Uh, they'll have them ready to be mounted for you when you head, head over to the shop. Uh, you know, some some uh, mechanic shops want to keep your car two or three days, you know, until uh, until they can get to it. Not at Southern Tire, man. They get you in and out. Of course, ASE certified technician with the same diagnostic equipment you at the dealership and truly a company you can trust. The Piazza family have been, again, taking care of New Orleanians' cars since 1972. You don't stay around that long in the automotive industry unless you're taking care of your family uh, and, and you're taking care of... Uh, of, 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 of taking care of your customers like family. And they do that. They do that. Again, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You can trust Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie.
6: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling, answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Mambo's. I here with my good friend Mike Delahoussey at the TikTok Cafe.
2: What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you,
0: you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24 hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't.
2: Come on, man. You
0: know
3: that ain't nice.
0: And uh, neither is your help. Oh man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker's always hot on hot, hot Causeway at I 10 better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family.
6: For that professional landscaping appearance every time, depend on Land Pride, the leader in landscape and agri-maintenance equipment. Ascension Equipment in Renal in Gonzales is your local authorized land pride dealer from rotary cutters and tillers to cedars, rakes, and blades. You'll find that no landscaping task is too tough for Land Pride. Discuss the complete line of Land Pride products with the folks at Ascension Equipment in Renal on Airline Highway in Gonzales. Save more today and mow tomorrow.
3: Using innovative technology and the real words of the people who were there, Expressions of America is an immersive sound and light show that brings history to
0: life like never before coming only to the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. All right, folks, don't forget, again, uh, Oceana Grill and the Oceana family of restaurants, Mambo's, Orleans Cookery, uh, the Hideout Bar. Uh, and i got to talk about, again, Oceana Grill, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like, even breakfast late. So, again, look, uh, you start breakfast... Uh, breakfast starts at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m. So if you're in the quarter and you're looking for a late breakfast, maybe after a, a late night out, you can get it over at Oceana. I'm telling you, the breakfast is outstanding. And then, of course, lunch and dinner, Cajun Creole dishes that will delight. Uh, fantastic cocktails for some of the great mixologists we have in, in, in New Orleans. And I'm telling you, the cocktail menu at, at Oceana is fantastic. Char grilled Oysters, you can belly up to the bar, get yourself a dozen raw. Uh, the char grilled Oysters are right there being created for you. Uh, they're open seven days a week. Dining in an authentic French Quarter Courtyard. And I'll say it again. Ooh, it's too cold for the courtyard. No, it's not. There's some heaters that, again, that make it feel like summer back there. And not one, not two, not three, not four, but five private rooms. They accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. If they're not utilizing that for a party during the holiday season, they'll use that for overflow so you're not standing in line waiting to get into Oceana. Family friendly. uh, Perfect uh, for, again, a time to get together with friends, family. and They'll take on large parties as well. Oceana Grill. Uh, is the great is, is the best thing off Bourbon Street. Remember, vote a top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Uh, to find out more, uh, go to Oceanagrill.com. Open 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. That's Oceanagrill, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right. Uh, joining us now on the program uh, from uh, the Wave Report, which is the most comprehensive look at Tulane Athletics, uh, also writes for uh, both uh, the... Uh, Nola dot com, Times The Advocate, and of course, was very gracious to switch times for me uh, this afternoon. Uh, my good friend Gary Smith. Uh, Gary, how are you, buddy?
7: Doing well, Eric, and I can't tell you I've never been more happier not to be a Saints beat writer than than this week. I, I, I'd have no interest in going to uh, a, a game played at ten degree temperatures with forty mile per hour winds. <laughs>
0: You know, I forgot to ask Ross Jackson if he's going up there. I know Sean's not yeah. going. Sean normally goes yeah. every week with, with Fox 8, right? Well, CBS has the game this week. And right. and, and, and I asked Ricardo LeCompte to come on the show earlier this week. Man, he said he was going to Cleveland. Now I'm not sure. And I thought, well, okay, maybe yeah. he's covering the game. So maybe yeah. he's covering the game for, for Channel 4. But and, I'm with you, dude. And this, and I have no interest in, in, in being in that type of weather. <laughs>
7: None. <laughs> I mean zero. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so look, great times at Tulane. Mm-hmm. Really yep. is first of all again, look, you and I knew it. Uh, again, we had discussed mm-hmm. it off the air. Uh what what a what a great day yesterday was yeah. for Tulane when Michael Pratt recommits oh, yeah. to Tulane. And look, it was it was dicey, wasn't it? It was Florida was look, coming I- after him, Notre Dame. Talk yep. about it.
7: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I we'll never know the details now. But again, when I have, I, I worked at the University of Florida. I, I graduated from the University of Florida. Covered the Gators for eighteen years, and I had people who know that program calling me and telling me a couple of weeks ago that he was going to be Florida's starting quarterback next year, and that there was going to be an a NIL deal in place. Um, I, I, I checked into it. Couldn't. There was no heat to it. But usually, you know, when there's smoke, there's there, when there's some fire. And uh, so I don't know. But uh, I, I I know this. Willie Fritz had had no idea that anything was going on, and I think he, he may have had some influence in, in Michael Pratt making a statement uh, the other night. But, but it's huge for the program because, again, this is a quarterback who, by the end of this year, was one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I mean, you start with the SMU game, go from there. There's hardly a better quarterback in the country than Michael Pratt. He's a tremendous leader. Um, yeah, it was it was sort of understandable to think that a guy who had been at Tulane for three years in this situation might want to cash in, but he said he's not. He's returning for his senior year at Tulane. it's 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 it, it's just huge for the football team. And then they got the added bonus of Sincere Hainsworth, all first team, all conference center, saying he's coming back. He walked on senior day. I think he found out that his NFL draft prospects aren't aren't particularly good. So he's gonna be back for the he's gonna be the rare five year start at uh at Tulane um just 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 a tremendous lead into what it turned out to be a really good signing day too
0: yeah a, a great signing day it really was I mean <laughs> yeah. outstanding when, when you look at it uh, I yeah. did want to mention um um uh, we, had, we had one of our listeners um uh Greg uh, uh sent me a, a little text and, and reminded me that uh Pratt did not take his COVID year if he wanted to stay a fifth year, he could oh, yeah, stay another year. He
7: has two years left, and there's no question. Right, he's got yeah. two years left
0: if he wants to yeah. stay. Now, I doubt that's going to happen because <laughs> no. I really think. But, look, I think he's a pro quarterback. I, I just mm-hmm. do. I mean, again, a lot of people don't, but I think I'm he's not. a pro. He's got size. He's got yeah. the arm strength. He's got the ability to be able to to be mobile, and he's smart as heck.
7: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I certainly think he can be a pro quarterback. I need. I'm on the fence a little bit on that, but uh, I think he's going to. Try to become a pro quarterback af- after next year. I mean, the guy he, mm-hmm. he'll have a, he'll probably have his master's degree by then. <laughs> he, right. he, he, he's a smart he's a smart dude, um, and I, I just think he'd think it was time to move on then. But you're right, absolutely. Anybody that was playing college football in 2020 gets an extra year, and, and he and he's one of those guys if if they want it.
0: <laughs> um, let's talk about the class, outstanding class. Uh, I, yeah. uh, you know, again, you look at, at, at uh, first of all. Really making inroads into Louisiana, and that's the thing that mm-hmm. really really pops on you.
7: Yeah, uh, twelve of the twenty-four signees from from Louisiana. And to put that in perspective, Eric, the most that Willie Fritz has ever had in one year was eight. And that was an abnormality the year he got eight. There have been years when there were two, three, and four from, from Louisiana. And look, they obviously found a way to get six to be successful and to, to go 11 and two and win a conference championship without a huge influx of Louisiana guys. But it's always easier to recruit when you can recruit in your own backyard. And it's not like Tulane was taking other people's leftovers either. I mean, I, I think a, a couple of huge breakthroughs. One, they get three players from a state championship desterhand team. That's incredibly well coached. Um, uh, Everybody knows about Jai Eugene, Jai, the, the, the the son of that former LSU defensive yes. back Jai Eugene. But but the, but the other two guys too, they get. I mean, they get an offensive lineman who weighs 330 pounds. Usually in the past, if an offensive lineman that weighs 330 pounds commits to Tulane, um, this is what I'm talking about, Landry Cannon. That means he's fat <laughs> and he then as a project, <laughs> this guy is not. He's in shape. He's an SEC body. I'm not sure why there weren't more. There weren't SEC schools that were that were after this guy and and then the third guy Kevin Adams he was the MVP of the state championship game he's listed as a linebacker but Willie Fritz says he's probably going to play in the secondary he was mm-hmm. making plays all over the field for one of the, for maybe the best football team in the entire state that went 14 and 0 those are right. that's that's the type of deal Tulane wasn't getting in the past and then one other guy from Louisiana that 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 Tulane got um uh, uh, they got a defensive end from 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 Ruston Matthew Fobbs White uh or Neville actually Neville of Monroe that's an area where Tulane rarely gets players from from North Louisiana, and this is a guy who he's the highest rated recruit in the class, according to Rivals.com. He had 19 sacks last year for, for, I mean, this is a guy, he's going to play that joker position at Tulane. They're past this position that Darius Hodges uh, plays right now. um, It's just um, Patrick Johnson played it in in the past. That's another guy that they didn't even get a sniff at in in the past. So although they're recruiting, you know, they didn't get any four-star recruits. It's not like they made this monumental leap in terms of the recruiting service rankings, but but just the type of players they're getting are the type of players they weren't getting before, and, and particularly in Louisiana, and that that's a terrific sign for, for this program. And they did
0: well in the transfer pool as well. Talk yeah, about yeah, it. I, they bring in Cam Wire is going to start for them. I mean, come
7: yeah, on. I mean they got, I mean, yeah, I'll, they got five guys, but I'll, I'll I'll focus on two. Cam Wire started 11 games at, at LSU. I, I I saw some, yeah there's always that negativity towards Tulane towards LSU that you get from Tulane fans which is understandable considering the history but I, you know, these people are like, well, he, got, he lost his job last year. He lost his job because there were some incredibly talented freshmen at LSU uh, coming up and there was a new coach who hadn't recruited him. This guy started 11 games at LSU. He's going to start at Tulane either at left, probably, he's probably I would think going to replace Joey Claybrook at left tackle, but we'll, we'll see down, down the road. That, that That's a, a huge addition uh, for the school. Um, they, that's exactly what, what Tulane needed um and then and then the, the linebacker that they got um from from louisiana tech i mean you want to talk about a godsend um grubs guy guy played yep. at holy cross was a best friends and teammates with josh Rimitage. tulane didn't recruit him out of high school uh he proved tulane wrong by going to louisiana tech 99 tackles as a true freshman led louisiana tech 97 tackles as a sophomore led louisiana tech was on pace to shatter both of those marks this year when he broke his collarbone five five years five Games into the year, you talk about I mean, Tulane's losing Nick Anderson, Tulane's losing Dorian Williams. They're bringing in a guy who's who, who's just an absolutely terrific, experienced linebacker, and and that, that's exactly what, what what Tulane needed. So again, the. the Tulane has figured out a way to mine the transfer portal perfectly. I don't. The names yes. aren't as big this year as they were last year. They're not getting a guy from TCU. They're not getting guys like that. But just as effective, and two absolute certain starters, I, I believe, coming in, yep. and, uh, and that's huge. <laughs> I, I do as well.
0: Um, when you look at this class and maybe compare and contrast it to to previous classes, uh, how do you think they stack up? Now, I guess, look, it, 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 yes. anything can happen, but just just on paper.
7: Yeah, again, I think it's better. I mean, in terms of the rivals rankings and everybody, you know, those obviously those rankings don't. Always mean a whole lot, but in general, you look at the teams that are doing really well mm-hmm. in the country. Usually, they're doing pretty well in, in, in those rankings. It's it's ranked tied for the best with I believe 2020. It might have been two, I I might have the year wrong for for Tulane at 64. But again, that I, I look, these, these coaches have figured out what they need and 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 the names that they're the type of players that they're getting are, are different. And, and and the other guy I'm gonna gonna point out is the the, the running back from 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 Cincinnati, Trey Cornist. Tulane—they weren't on the radar for for top running backs from from Ohio in the past. That 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 wasn't that wasn't even a, a possibility. And this guy announced the final seven a couple of weeks ago. The final seven included Kentucky from the SEC, Kansas State from the Big Twelve, Louisville from the ACC, and Michigan State from the Big Ten. That's four of the five power power five conferences right there. And Tulane beat them all out for his services now they did have a slight edge in that um their running back coach Derek Sherman is from Cincinnati so he had a connection with this guy but you got to be kidding me this just didn't happen for Tulane in the past and it wouldn't have happened Without Tulane going 11 and 2, being on national TV and, and, and mm-hmm. looking terrific. And as Willie Fritz said yesterday, if you're that guy and you watch and you watch Ty J Spears run for 189 yards or whatever he ran for against Cincinnati in Cincinnati, why wouldn't you want to be a play for Tulane if you're a running back? There's a lot of right. schools that don't run the ball a whole lot. If you're a running back and you come to Tulane and you're good, you know you're going to get the ball. Tulane's got three, two or three running backs in the NFL. Ty J. Spears is going to be the next one for sure. And yeah, that's this is a guy who could have gone to a bunch of different power five schools. He wanted to go to Tulane. He chose Tulane. That's the difference from this recruiting class amazing. from pastries. Like like Dorian Williams is an unbelievable player. He was a 190 mm-hmm. pound linebacker from South Carolina when Tulane got him. That's how Tulane got him. Now they're actually in the running for players who you can project to be Dorian Williams ahead of time
0: yeah there you go uh things are just looking so so uh yeah. um fantastic for Tulane right now all right talk to me a little bit about a little bit closer to the Cotton Bowl again this is our last yep. show until after the first of the year I'll be taking off next week mm-hmm. give me your thoughts on the Cotton Bowl
7: <laughs> I, I I like Tulane's chances um again yeah obviously USC has higher rated players th- than Tulane but this is a USC team that went four and eight last year why did they Have a breakthrough this year. One name, the coach and the player, Caleb Williams, that he brought with him from Oklahoma, was one of the best players in the country. He's just awesome. He's not healthy. I don't think he's going to be healthy for the bowl game, and USC is one of the most atrocious tackling teams for a good team I, I, I've ever seen. I would not be surprised if Ty j Spears, and, and by the way, Willie, some people have been wondering if Ty J Spears is going to take it easy or not really want to do a whole lot in the bowl game. Willie Fritz said if he had to play every down, he was willing to play every down. They're all in for, for the Cotton Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised if Ty J Spears has 100 yards by the end of the first quarter, um, the way USC tackles and, and as good as Ty J Spears is. Uh, yeah, I, I like USC, their their best receiver, Jordan Addison, announced he isn't going to play because yep. he's, he's rehabilitating an ankle, an injury. Again, if Caleb Williams is 100%, that's a totally different story because he can win games all by himself. He could beat Alabama almost all by himself or at least put a ton of points on the board against an Alabama. But if Caleb Williams isn't 100%, I think Tulane is the better um, more focused um, football team than, than USC, and, and they looked at they, they had three practices this week um, in, in preparation for the bowl game before taking a short Christmas break. And I didn't notice any difference from these practices than I did in, in their other practices this year. This is a team that really, really wants a chance to show the the country and USC what type of team they have.
0: Fantastic. Two more, one more question for you. Yep. transfer portal and 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 national signing day. Is Tulane done? are there are there still spots available for national signing day which is coming up in february and of course the transfer portal uh yeah. again are they are they still uh, uh well, i was still searching in the in the transfer portal.
7: I asked Fritz that direct question, and his answer was, "If it's a really good player, they're not going to turn that guy down ever. So yes, they, they they still are, but they don't have very many spots left. Um, one or two, um, they, that that maybe three at, at the most. But what he also said is he's not in he's not into constant turnover. You know what a lot a lot of schools do is yes. they over recruit and then they just tell a bunch of their players bye bye yeah uh, hit the transfer portal we don't want you anymore. That's that's not Willie Fritz's thing unless the guy. Just a real flacker, <laughs> um, right. so he and they're they're booked in terms of their numbers. I mean, they're they're five over, but attrition always takes care care of that. Absolutely. But No, I don't think they're going to be particularly active. But if there's a guy that's a true difference maker, like if, if, if there's a guy at a position of need who could come in and mm-hmm. be an absolute starter, heck yeah, there's room for him. There you go.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the program uh year round. Looking forward to a great twenty twenty three. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and your your family. And uh I'll yes. say it again. If you're a Tulane fan, I can't think of a better stocking stuff or a gift to be able to be given or to give uh mm-hmm. than a subscription to the Wave Report. Tell us about it.
7: Yeah, it's um the wavereport.com Report dot Um and, and I I had I interviewed Four different players leading up to signing day, three stories, and a Q and A on on the website that you're not getting anywhere else. Um, that, that was, I mean, yeah, you, if you if you're a Tulane fan, like you said, uh, it, it, it's it's one stop shopping for that. And, and by the way, let me return the favor. If, if if you listen to radio and you don't want and you don't listen to Eric Asher, you're missing out because you're the best in the business, my friend. Um, you're oh. intelligent, um, just interesting knowledge on a variety of topics. Uh, you're, I, I, it's a pleasure coming on your show weekly.
0: Very, very kind. Thank you so much, Gary. Again, uh, uh, be, be, uh, happy holidays, and Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year to you and your family. And I uh, can't wait to, for 2023 to kick it off again.
7: It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it is.
0: It, it really sense. is, man. It's the best of times. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Uh, again, have, have a great holiday. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. Generators. Again, give yourself the gift of a generator. Right, Um, right now, save seventeen hundred and fifty bucks at a free ten-year warranty to the end of the year on a Generac generator from my friends at Burkhart. At Burkhart, they have a generator jack. (laughs) uh, They have generators available for you. Generac generators in their uh, warehouse right now, right now, to be able to install in your home or your business. Uh, jason burkhardt will come out to your home or your business sit down with you find out what you're looking for in terms of generator give you your options you make the choice you can finance it over time you can pay up front new install quality check will happen after one month where they uh, come out and then they uh, make sure you know how to operate the system then of course the single day install Burkhardt promises you a single-day install with a dedicated generator uh, team that handles planning, permit, inspections. They do it all. Also, uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need, uh, 24-7 emergency service, and also, again, can maintain that generator for you year-round. You're looking for a company can trust with your generator? Oh, come on. It's easy. It's Burkhardt. Again, increase your property value. Get that peace of mind. Call Burkhardt, acpromise.com, your generator sales and service experts. That's acpromise.com. All right, joining us with the program now, one of the best we have in the city when it comes to, again, collegiate sports, uh, high school sports, pro sports. He does it all for CrestedCitySports.com. One of the senior members, again, of, of the uh, media core here in New Orleans and, and, and a guy that when it comes to recruiting, he knows it all. Rene Nato joins us on the program. Renee, how are you, buddy?
2: echo what Gary told you getting off. i always enjoy coming up with you, and, and uh, you've always been respectful to me for years and years and years. And happy holidays, buddy. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to come on with you.
0: Well, thank, thank you so much, Renee. And, again, you know how I feel about you. Again, uh, uh, all, you know from, from my time, again, before I got back in the media, as I used to tell you, listening to your radio show back in the day on 1280, to, again, everything you've done in this business. Again, you're one of the go-to guys. And i uh, got nothing but, but, but great respect for you. And I really appreciate you being part of our program.
2: Thank you. Uh, it's, been, it's been busy with uh, recruiting sports Ooh. numbers away. And so it's, it's been busy the last few days.
0: No doubt. Let's take LSU first, since we just talked about Tulane. We'll come back to Tulane. Uh, it seems like an incredible class for them. Uh, we're rated like top seven uh, in, in the nation. Give us the highlights.
2: Well, you know, they, they rated six right now. And, uh, and, and, and the thing that, that jumps off at me is, uh, they got some linemen, and they got some quality linemen. And, and you know, you look no further than Will Campbell and, and Emory Jones last year. How much they contributed as starters? Uh, Mason Taylor as a as a true freshman at tight end, and and Hal Perkins. Wow, what can he do? So true freshmen can certainly contribute, and LSU has guys in this class can do the same thing. Also, they got three tight ends, which was major. Uh, Camorian uh, Pimpton. Uh, they got a flip from Vanderbilt, uh, and Mac Mac uh, Markway. And, uh, and Jackson McGowan, three tight ends, all guys who are quality and can, can play a tight end. And that's, that's a spot they needed to address. They've also done well in its secondary. Um, but, uh, you know, the guy that, a couple of guys I think that you need to keep an eye on for next year is, is Lance Hurd, a five-star tackle out of Neville, who is the right tackle in, at Neville with Will Campbell at left tackle. Say they know each other very well. Shelton Sampson, uh, the four-star, five-star, depending on where you look out of Catholic of Baton Rouge. And uh, so those guys are oh, good. But, you know, Trey Holly, uh, running back out, out of Union Parish. Uh, Caleb Jackson out of Liberty High School in Baton Rouge. Uh, Tyree Adams, tackle out of St. Augustine right here. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, Eric, that, that Brian Kelly got uh, ten players from Louisiana, five offensive linemen and uh, four wide receivers, and that he addressed a lot of things. The only thing he did not address is defensive line. And he got, he got some guys already in, in the portal. But you know he's saying that he's going to get uh, as many as maybe ten. He got a couple of defensive ends, uh, Braden Swinson out of Oregon, a, a kind of a edge rusher, and Paris Shand, who can play inside or outside, out of mm-hmm. out of uh, Arizona, and, uh, uh, and and Lee out of Florida, um, who, who who is from uh, from Louisiana as well. So, but he's saying he's saying that uh, Brian Kelly. We'll get as many as as eight to ten tomorrow, transfer portal guys. Really? I think he's going to hit the defensive line and and, uh, secondary tomorrow uh, evening at this time. We'll know, um, you know, what guys he's bringing in. Also, as we speak right now, we will know the results of where Desmond Ricks, the five-star quarterback, who was once a pretty much heavy lean to LSU. It looks like he's leaning to Alabama. But Mm -hmm. as, as we speak now, we should know what his decision will be.
0: Beautiful. Also, again, a big coup in, in getting Aaron Anderson uh, to be able to come back home,
2: huh? Oh, Eric, let me tell you, people don't realize he is a guy that you have to know where he is. Sub four four speed, four three nine speed. He has returned, and this is where he's going to have the biggest impact at LSU. 20, 20 returns, kickoff and punt returns for touchdowns while he was at, in the car. So he is explosive. He is a guy who can change, can flip the field. And that's something, as, as we all know, special teams was not the strong suit of LSU last year. But most of the time, they just had a guy catch the ball and not try to return it. Aaron Anderson can do a lot more than catch the ball, and he's going to make an immediate impact at that position.
0: Let's talk about the Green Wave, and I know you're going to mention Willie Fritz. Really, for the first time as head coach at Tulane, inroads into Louisiana, and it pays off.
2: Nine guys from Louisiana, and you know, the, the, you go back to the well when something works, and you get championship-type guys. He gets three guys off a of Destrans team: Jai Eugene, who is a leader, will be a cornerback; Kevin Adams, a cornerback there, and Landry Cannon, a 330-pound guy who could play very, very early. He also got uh, a defensive end, an edge rusher out of Neville, Eric, and Matthew Fobbs White is the 18th best player in the state of Louisiana. He also got a guy named uh, 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 AJ, A.J. Thomas out of uh, out of Zachary, another program which is a winning program. So he's bringing guys in who are used to winning, has that winning uh, winning edge, Arnold Barnes, a running back is really going to be, I think, will make a, make a major impact uh, when he arrives on campus. And, uh, you know, I, the thing is that he's really – he's brought in three running backs in his class. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Willie, Willie Fritz is doing a great job. The transfer portal has been good to him. He brought in a wide receiver from from ULL, Dante Fleming, Cam right. Wire. Who we both know is a backup at yes. LSU. Was certainly sure position with Joey mm-hmm. Claybrooks leaving at left tackle, graduating. Yes. Cam Wire may slide right into that space, and Taylor a uh, Tyler Grubbs, a guy who had 469 tackles during his days at Holy Cross. Uh, he's wow. been a, a twice in the, a, an All Conference selection at Louisiana Tech. Um, and uh, he's he will be coming filling in where where Nick Anderson and and uh, and Dorian Williams have departed. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will slide right into that middle linebacker spot and be a great great fit.
0: Some other highlights from some other state schools that did well.
2: Well. Uh, Bill Davis, Elijah Davis, out of Riverside, going to ULL. Matthew Broussard out of E.D. White, a tackle for the Raging Cajuns, uh, and Lance Williams, guy at a Holy Cross, Eric, and he's six three, two sixty, a defensive end. Great get off. He can carry more weight on that frame. I think uh, ULL did a really good job with uh, in this area. Louisiana Tech did a great job as well. David Webb, uh, a cornerback out of Martin Luther King High School in New Orleans. Uh, Michael Richard out of Edna Carr, a cornerback. Uh, and Hayden Chrisman out of Tioga, he's a, a big, big guy, a lineman. And Troy Smith out of St. Augustine, a tackle out of, Troy, out of St. Augustine, going to Louisiana, Texas. So the Bulldogs have done a really good job. This was a good year in the Pelican State for recruiting.
3: No
0: doubt. Your thoughts about the Cotton Bowl, USC, Tulane? It's
2: going to be a close game, and and I tell you what, uh, the, the thing from Tulane's favor is Michael Pratt coming back, and, and they bring a lot of people back. Ty J Spears is going to be a handful for the for the Trojans, and they do not have an outstanding defense at all. So I suspect it's going to be a high scoring game. I, I think you, you're looking at a, a 38 to 35 kind of game up in that area. Uh, I think it's a game that, that certainly Willie Fritz can win. I think he's got great chemistry on his team. Uh he's got good receivers. Michael Pratt certainly gives him I know Caleb Williams is the Heisman winner, but Michael Pratt is certainly um you know, a, a formidable foe on, yes. on the other side. And I think Ty J. Spears certainly gives Tulane a tremendous he he is a guy that's gonna be a an NFL for a while and mm-hmm. uh he's an exciting player and, and, and he's he, Ty J. Spears is the best player in the state this year.
0: Yeah, Uh, how about, uh, and I agree with you. I'd love to see him in the black and gold, I'll be honest with you. Uh, But, um, you know, we'll see how that kind of plays out in in the draft. Uh, LSU, Purdue in the Citrus Bowl in the past, maybe fans have kind of snubbed their nose at, at the Citrus Bowl, but after coming off of two straight losses, trying to get to a 10 win season, this is a big one for LSU
2: that LSU needs to win and wants to win and I think can win. They're a high-point high, uh, high point, uh, favorite in this game, but it's a game if it goes well for LSU. Remember, Eric, that the bowl games do not count uh, against a, a freshman if he's, uh, if he's red-shirting. It won't count against him, so don't be surprised if uh, Jaden Daniels plays a little bit, which is great, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nussmeyer may get some rest, but don't be surprised at the end of the game if Walker Howard, number 14, slides under center. Quincy Wiggins, a defensive man who I think has a great future at LSU, he may get some refs, especially since Ali Gay and, and BJ Lowry will be leaving. So I think that, um, you know, guys like that look for guys who haven't played much this year will mm-hmm. get a chance to play. And, and I think it's, it's a game LSU can certainly win comfortably, not only. Because I think they're a better team, but Purdue is. getting so many losses with the quarterback and the wide receivers, their whole passing attack is really taking a hit uh, this year with guys opting out.
0: Jaden Daniels uh, choosing to come back to LSU. Uh, how do you think that affects Nussmeier and, and Walker Howard?
2: Well. I if I'm if, if I'm Walker Howard and Garrett Nussmeyer, I'm thinking this is my job. I, I, we'll, we'll work this out in the springtime, and and remember, there's another transfer portal option May 1st to the 15th, so that'll be after spring practice. Uh, if, if something gonna shake out for somebody, that'll give them an op- another opportunity to uh, come in. I mean, uh, to uh, to look for greener pastures. So you know, I, I think Garrett Nussmeyer in in the, in the game he played, uh, you know, against Georgia. Um, it's shown that he can still, he can still chunk it. And, and I think that he feels I've made strides and I can be the starter on his team. So I don't think uh, coming back is going to scare either or Walker. Howard, I think, is pretty solid where he is. But uh, I think the quarterback position will, stay, will remain the same going into spring.
0: Yeah, beautiful, Renee. Merry Christmas, happy new year to you and your family. Always appreciate the time you give us on both the TV and the radio show. Tell us about what you got coming up at CressCitySports for us, uh, and uh, and of course, as always, we appreciate your time
2: have some recruiting news coming up in the transfer portal, and I'm going to have uh, some background knowledge on, on the Purdue Boilermakers. You want to find out who is the opponent for the LSU Tigers, I'm going to have that on the website in the next few days. So w- I'll tell you all about the players you need to know about and what LSU may be facing a- in the bowl game.
0: Beautiful. Merry Christmas, my friend. Thanks Merry again Christmas for your time. It's
2: always a pleasure. Thank you.
0: There he goes. Uh, Renee Nato uh, does a fantastic job of recruiting high school sports, but, again, so much more. Uh, and he can talk Pelicans with you. He can talk Saints. I mean, he's been around. Uh, he's been, again, one of the senior members of the uh, Sports Media Corps here in New Orleans. And, look, I, I can remember uh, before I got back into media, you know, I was working in an office and, the uh, you know, kind of the advent of of, of, talk, of Sports Talk Radio here in New Orleans, right? And I mean, look, I go way back to Mary Foster Sports, who was the first female uh, uh, talks, female uh, sports talk show host, and one of the first in the country, and I uh, had a chance to be able to produce that program, help produce that program uh, over uh, with Tom Bagwell, uh, the great Tom Bagwell, o- over at uh, WNOA back in uh, the early 1980s, right, 1982. Uh, so that was really kind of the first taste of um, of, uh, of talk radio uh, and sports talk radio. Uh, but um, you you fast forward to. Uh, I, I'd say let the late eighties, early nineties, uh, 1280 came on and Renee had a fantastic show there. John Wood was on his show once. I mean, just amazing. And, and I was glued during the day. Okay. You know, we had with sports talk radio <laughs> during the day. I mean, I can listen to this. So, uh, Renee's been at it for a long, long time. And again, one of the, uh, uh one of the best we have for sure. Um, I do want to remind everybody again about my friends over at, at, at Oceana. Uh, and, and remember Oceana grill, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, also Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Hideout Bar. They're open seven days a week. They're open late. This is every day, okay? So, again, they're not closing on the holidays either. Uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Mardi Gras. I don't care when it is. They're open. They're open. They're always open. So, again, if you're looking for a place to go, family coming in town, you got a big group, and you're going, man, where are we going to go? The Oceana Family of Restaurants, again, will have a spot for you and your family to come in and enjoy a great meal. Got a bunch of friends getting together for cocktails. You know, maybe, again, just small plates or, or again, maybe getting the full-blown meal. Again, the Oceana Family of Restaurants can accommodate you. Uh, They will be open late. They'll be open during the holidays. And reminding you now, again, because the tickets go so quick, uh, both at Mambo's. And, and over at Old New Orleans Cookery, the balcony, again, the rooftop bar available. Uh, they're selling tickets now for, again, their New Year's celebrate, New Year's Eve celebration. Uh, it'll be a great time. And, you, and the sight lines from Mambo's are, are, are unlike you've ever seen uh, for the fireworks show. So, look, again, um, all the Oceana Family Restaurants are open for you to be able to enjoy a fantastic meal and a great cocktail. Get out there and, again, enjoy and enjoy uh, one of those there. But also remember gift cards. Uh, Gift cards are a great way to help a restaurant, but also, again, to give a fantastic gift to a friend or family member. Gift cards from a restaurant or again, a small business. Again, a great way to help that small business as well. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Again, heating system breaks down. They're there for you. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. And, again, a Burkhardt employee answering the phone after hours, dispatching a Burkhardt truck out to help you. Whether it's your business, heat breaks down, Home, your heat breaks down, man. Look, don't go through the coal with this Arctic blast we're having here. Call Burkhart, they'll get you up and running. I can guarantee it. That's ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. We'll be right back. Hi folks. Trust is what Burkhart air conditioning and heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, Trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and Telemeric sent you. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard. Or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
3: At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings
4: on top brands.
3: Nailed the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. (laughs) Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. New COVID-19 boosters designed for recent Omicron
7: variants are now available. Learn about eligibility and schedule a free updated booster today at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
6: My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home.
3: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to Selectquote.com 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials.
5: Demand
0: different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured in a crash and the insurance company is forcing you to play defense, it's easy to make the wrong move. Don't let them cost you a big win. Demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. It could be a game-changing decision. Supporting the Saints, fighting for Saints fans, that's the Dudley Boger difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13581. candlelight, their voices carried on the wind. When loud, when Welcome back to Inside I New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Today brought to you by our good friends at the Oceana family of restaurants. Open seven days a week, open late, 1 a.m. in the morning. Oceana serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mambo's Old New Orleans cookery, uh, Bobbears, Cajun. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant, all serving lunch and dinner. And of course, don't forget also about the Hideout Bar. Great music, food, cocktails, fantastic, right there next to Mambo's. Uh, and of course, both on. Um Old New Orleans Cookery and Mambo's having New Year's celebrations. Get your tickets now. Uh, you go to EricHasher.com and just uh, click on the icon of one of your favorite Oceana restaurants. It'll take you right to their website. Everything you need to know about uh, those uh, restaurants right there for you. Remember, gift cards available at all Oceana restaurants uh, for the holiday season and beyond. I want to thank Alec Cassell for joining us, Ross Jackson, Gary Smith, Renee Uh Great lineup for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you missed any of it, you go to the podcast. That'll be about 20-25 minutes after the program. Uh, and of course Course, uh, that's on the Anchor app, but on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Also, don't forget Gus Cattengill of ESPN 100.3 joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. That's coming up at 6 o'clock tonight uh, on WLAE-TV, so check that out. And of course, I want to thank all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow The sponsors sponsor our program. And remember, again, click on the icon of your favorite sponsor, and uh, it'll take you right to the website. Everything you need to know about sponsors there. And uh, Now, remember consider not just again supporting those sponsors um, during the holiday season but year round and remember gift cards a great way to be able to help those sponsors as well uh, uh, going forward Uh, also as always I want to thank Rudy back at studio producing the program but I want to thank you the audience Uh, uh, this is my second to last show of the year tomorrow will be the last and then of course I'll be off next week we have some great guest hosts for you Uh, as always I appreciate our audience which again uh, uh, has been a loyal audience for the 20 years I've been on the radio so thank you so much and wishing each and every one of you Uh, merry christmas happy new year happy hanukkah and just a wonderful holiday season coming up next keep it right here on 106.1 fm for the life resources bottom line sports Hour with michael green and ken trahan it's been a blast new orleans enjoy the evening bundle up it's getting chilly eric asher see you tomorrow four to six from the dog catch of the governor that includes the mayor they all gotta go